Everyone's better than me, but I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. Gimme, gimme more, gimme more, gimme, gimme more. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me is an improvement podcast where I get better with the help of a special guest who is better than me at something. But I don't like it when people think that they're better than me at things. So I have a little prank that I'm going to pull to bring them down to size. But please forget that you heard that. Our special guest, Bobo Gilmore. Obo Gilmore is a New York City comedian and host of the Constellation Prize Astrology Stand-Up Show. Obo, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited for you to be here as well and for us to talk about the topic at hand, which is getting better at astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this, this will be an episode that a lot of people will find interesting and that they can also get better from. Uh, but before we get to that... I bet, I bet to... you say that for every episode. I really don't. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, but I do say this at the start of every episode, which is that we have some guests get to know you questions and some fan submitted questions. And uh, specifically this one, how do you and I know each other? We met through the Brooklyn comedy scene, right? I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. correct? Yeah. In that's the red ex- coat phase sort of my... over the winter time. Yep. Uh, this is exactly what I had written down. So um, oh, yes. Okay. You perfect. mentioned the red coat, even? Of course. I never don't. Perfect, perfect. Wonderful. We'll move on to the next question, which is this one. You've been hired as an assassin to take out English singer-songwriter Ed Sheeran. How much for you to take the job, and how would you do it? Okay. I Can I get in jail for this? Uh, assassinating singer-songwriter Ed Sheeran? Yeah, I think, but, I think that's saying an arrest. how I would. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Um... I, to be honest, like, I only like one of his songs, uh, and it's Shape of You. I'm so sorry to anyone listening that likes Ed Sheeran. Um, So it probably wouldn't be too much money. I would maybe do it for, like, a mil, you know, $1 million. And I feel like I would have to... Since he is British, I want to honor sort of um, Queen Elizabeth's playbook of killing people, assassinating people, and just do like sort of a car trace with paparazzi. Uh, I think that's, uh, yeah, very respectful. A million dollars. Yeah. I mean, how much could a man's life be worth? I'm sorry. Actually, a million pounds because British. Oh, smart. Yeah. And exchange rate. That's probably good. Yes. Yeah. Good idea. Mm hmm. Wonderful. Uh, Next question is this one. Vroom, vroom. It's NASCAR time. You and I are the newest racers on the track, but we wouldn't have made it here without the help of our generous sponsors that are plastered all over our really fast vehicles. What brands are sponsoring each of us? Sponsoring you and me, but not together, separate? It could be the same brand, but I I have a feeling that we would have We have pretty different brands, brands, Cameron. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) I feel like my first sponsor would definitely be Field, the the dating app. Um, and um, do you, do you think that Field? Uh, sorry for the follow up question. I don't normally do this. Do you think Field would be excited to uh, get their name in front of the NASCAR viewing audience? <laughs> That's a fair question. Uh, you know what? I Maybe- think. In, Maybe they would when you're going to be the driver. Here's the thing. In corporate, they don't actually care about anything that's like... The people on field, we're all like cool and leftist and stuff. 
but the corporate field probably would not care if they started allowing like republicans onto the app because they'd probably be making more money right uh, good point good point. so they'd probably be okay with it to an extent but only only because like i would be driving mm-hmm. and besides that i th- i would really love to be sponsored by tate's cookies that's nice yeah They're, they taste so good I, uh, that, you, no explanation needed. I agree. Yeah. And Tate's is kind of like uh, an anagram for taste. Wow. Is you heard true? it here. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Is it the correct amount of letters? I think so. I mean, there's an apostrophe in there. That's awesome. Um, for you, I feel like, listen, you do have sort of clown vibes, but I also think that's because the first time I ever saw you was when Backyard Baseball did a Halloween mic and you were dressed as a clown. Uh, the audience will note I was dressed as Fozzie Bear of the Muppets. <laughs> really? Yep. So you just have naturally clown vibes. I'm literally crying from laughing. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what Fozzie Bear is. He's a Muppet. And I had bear ears coming out of my hat. Really? Yeah. And I was telling people I'm Fozzie. I was saying waka waka. Listen, it was overstimulating for me, the whole experience. <laughs> that was my first fair mic enough. that I went to in Brooklyn. Fair enough. Totally understand. Um, and I just remember Rachel with like a dead bird on in her hair. Yeah. And you as a clown, which apparently is a memory that I made up. But I'm curious I, to hear what brand is associated with uh, clowns. That's gonna well, what me. brand is associated with clowns? McDonald's, needless to say. Ah. I think you could really pull off like sort of the big shoes with like a red nose. That's and pretty then, good. And then... Like, also Walgreens, because they do the Red Nose Day thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I like that. I think Red Nose Day coming up, maybe just passed. Um, I don't know. I only went to the events in London. Uh, wow, a really worldly type. Yes. Um, uh, well, uh, those have been great answers to the get-to-know-you questions. Speaking of worldly types, we have guests, uh, or we have fans, excuse me, from around the world. Uh, that send in questions that they would like to get answers to. Um, So uh, I'm going to read off the first one of those. Perfect. Um, The first one is this. Hello, my name is Richie, and I am in third grade in Mrs. Traster's class. We are supposed to write a letter to our pen pal and learn about them. What is your best friend like? My best friend is Richardson. He is very tall. He goes almost all the way to the ceiling, and his head looks like a sheep but with no fur or skin. Mommy says that Richardson is not real, but Richardson says that he is real, and I can see him every morning in our backyard just past the trees where he stands and waves at me. I think it's funny when Richardson waves at me because his arms are so long that his claws drag on the ground when he follows you. How do you make new friends? Are you excited for fourth grade too? The fourth graders don't have to use cubbies and get their own lockers. So cool. Sincerely, Richie. Third grade, Amatilla County, Oregon. I... So... My main takeaway is that you have a pen pal who's in third grade. I'm sorry. To be clear, I don't have a pen pal. Um, uh, these uh, 
guests, uh, these fan submitted questions come to us. Uh, my producer, Gene, they take care of all of this. So, I have no hands on any of this. So in theory, you have third grade listeners. It's it's hard to say. I I will never respond to this. So like if they uh if any of our fans are somebody that's listening to your podcast is has a weird friendship with a third grader or they're also a third grader. Yeah, hard for me to say. I mean, again, Gene takes care of all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually had a pen pal um in third grade. Not to brag. Uh, I didn't take it as one. What was sort of the question at the end, though? <laughs> you gotta, uh, how do I make friends? How do you make new friends? And are you okay. excited for the fourth grade, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am excited for the fourth grade because um, that's when you can start playing an instrument. In my, shout out to Terrafield Elementary School. Um, and in fourth grade, I started playing the bass, the upright bass. But oh, wow. I, was, I was just so tiny that it was actually a cello with bass strings. <laughs> and... I make friends by being sort of really funny and just kind of like charismatic and people just kind of naturally latch on to me and they're like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I guess I'm sort of the life of the party. My friends are going to listen to this and hate me for it, but. It's but the person who won't hate you is Richie. Richie, I hope that helped. Yeah. Um, uh, our next fan submitted question is this one. Okay. Have you ever wanted to taste something that you know you shouldn't put in your mouth? For me, it's whiteout. That milky white correcting fluid just sits there like an erasing ambrosia in a convenient single-shot container. I know that if I drink it, it will not erase the mistakes that I have said, and that it might taste bad and be toxic. But I still want to try it. What should I do? And that's from Lena Amory from Alton in the Netherlands. How old is she? Uh, she didn't specify. She's an adult? It's I I have no extra information. Okay. Uh, if she's an adult, that. I'd say give it a little taste. You know, I, you might as well. If it's a kid, I, don't do that. If it, if you're a kid, which that's most people that use whiteout are kids, right? Or have you ever used whiteout as an adult? I don't think I've ever used whiteout. Period. Oh, Cameron doesn't make mistakes. You heard it here. You heard it here. Here first. What? You heard it here first, folks. See, I wouldn't I wouldn't have had all of that trouble saying that sentence. I would have gotten it right the first time. <laughs> and that's awesome about you. But you know what? We all have flaws. <laughs> I can't be perfect in everything. Cool. Well, Lena, I hope that helped. Uh, <laughs> I can't see how it wouldn't. Um, well, let's jump right into the topic at hand, which is getting better at astrology. Okay. Um, uh, I'm really excited about this, actually. I, I feel like this is somewhere that I could get better at. Okay. Um, I I don't have a lot of experience with this. I sort of know a little bit about my astrology chart, but like not a lot and not really what to do with it. Um, but let's start off with this first question. Why should I get better at this, in your words? So the reason, this is genuine answer alert. The reason I'm into astrology is because it helps me with self-reflection. So like, so we all have different placements, right? And the placement, the planets represent like different aspects of your life. And so if I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, so my Mercury is in Gemini and that sort of explains why I feel this like anxious need to constantly communicate with people that I like uh, platonically or otherwise. 
Um, and, you know, that's just like one example, but it helps me like think, because even if I'm like, I don't feel that applies to me, then I think about it further. And I'm like, hmm, hold on. Because I used to hate astrology because I'm a cancer and I never felt like a cancer because I'm a, I'm a tough girl. You know, I'm not a sensitive, sensitive little crybaby, but it turns out I actually am a sensitive, nurturing, <laughs> nurturing uh, girly. So yeah, I, you should get into astrology because you could do some self-exploration. I think that's good. Well, and to some extent, that's why I got into this podcast as well as to do sort of self-reflection. So, so it, yeah, goes hand in hand. Well, perfect. Um, maybe uh, my next question is actually, can, um, can, can you give me some advice based on my chart? Can I give you my information and we can look at my chart to help me get better? I was born in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm, that checks out. And I was born on uh, at 2 p.m. on October 19th, 1990. Congrats on making it into being a 90s baby, just barely. Um, you were at 2 p.m., you said? 2 p.m., that's right. Exactly? 2.00? I think it was like 2.14 or 2.15. but I'm putting 15, then. Okay. It really is exact, believe it or not. Oh, oh okay. That is good to know. Um, so, so... You're obviously a Libra. You know that. I do know that, yes. You know your moon sign is in Scorpio. I do now. Um, and your rising is in Capricorn. Wow. So just a few quick things about this. Scorpio moon is usually a bad, indicates a bad relationship with the mother or like a control, overly controlling mother. Um, but <laughs> that's not really a funny comedy podcast topic. Um Capricorn rising. Okay, do you have a third nipple? I do not. A lot of Capricorn risings, usually women, have a third nipple because uh, it's to feed the like weird-ass goat that they created for astrology. Um, you That's know, wild. What's up? That's wild. Yeah. You, you have like a ninth house stellium, which is pretty cool because that's like the... That actually makes sense for this podcast because that house is the house of like growth and like bettering yourself. So that's kind of funny that you have a stellium there. It's your sun, moon, Mercury, and Venus. Um, and, you know, greater education also. And it's also like the house of like foreign travel, foreign languages, etc. But I don't, do you speak any other languages? Uh, I speak a decent amount of Spanish. Really? Um, not very much mandarin and uh i'm learning italian oh posso parlare italiano i don't know what that means you just said you're learning italian i just started and i just said i can speak italian i can't okay well that <laughs> you non speako I... <laughs> italiano um my favorite of your placement is mars and gemini only because i also have that placement that's great. Uh, so I guess my question about all of this is yeah. like, well, what should I do with this? You know, if I'm trying to get better. Okay. So the first thing you're going to want to do is look at your chart and I can send it to you after. Um, you're going to want to take the important planets. So that's like, and they're not all planets, right? Bear with me because I'm about to say the moon and you guys are going to be like, oh, it's not a planet, whatever. So you're going to look at the your moon sign. Uh, your rising sign, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. And those are the important planets. And you're going to be like, okay, Scorpio moon, what does that mean? And then you're going to read about it, right? And you're going to be like, hmm, 
that is interesting to think about. I wonder if it applies to me. Sit with it for a couple days. Uh, and then my favorite thing to Google is the Mars and Venus sign combined. Because let's see, yours is both air. So that's sort of lucky you that you have a Venus, uh, Libra, Venus, and the Mars and Gemini. Although everyone's going to hate you for having a Mars and Gemini. Um, but you can Google like together, like Libra, Venus, Mars, and Gemini, and it'll even come up with something that's like quite specific about having those two placements. And you can be like, hmm, I feel like that does apply to me. And that's something that I should work on. That's very fascinating. That I think that is a, uh, an interesting and productive way to uh, look at this. Um, I think it's also sort of why the gotcha alarm is going off right now, of course. Um, if if you're so good at helping me get better at astrology, mm-hmm. you should be able to help our guest, um, John, redact, redact. Of course, I have had to redact his uh, middle and last names. Yeah. Um, uh, he is a redact from redact. Uh, of course, I had to redact that as well. And yeah. he is a, a redact. I had to redact that as well. Yeah. Um, John, welcome to the show. Uh, hi, Cameron. Uh, thanks for having me. And uh, Obo, thank you for being here. And uh, I want to quickly thank Gene for being so quick on the live sensor button. Um, just to clarify, I am not in witness protection. Um, so censoring those sensitive details yes. about my life, um, definitely not uh, legally required to protect me. Uh, this, I don't trust that. You seem a little bit like now that you're in witness protection. Mm, your words, not mine, not mine. I'll also go ahead and say that it was also um, when Gene, my producer, when they were uh, uh, sort of scheduling this prank, they also told me that um, John here was in witness protection program. And that's why they would be a good prank. Okay. So, all right. I think there's a lot to not be believed from John here. But yeah, go ahead, John. Um, uh, we're talking about astrology. Uh and trying to get better at that. Um, uh, awesome. Um, so, it, Obo, I heard you mention that um, you really like astrology as a tool for self-reflection, and that's really great. Mm-hmm. Um, my government-assigned therapist has told me that um, I really need to become more um, introspective and reflective on who I am as a person. Um, but it, it, there, there are... Uh, a few details of my non-witness protection past life that uh, I can share with you, and I'm hoping that you can help me get some insight um, into my uh, all of my placements uh, with my star chart. Um, so, funny little story. Um, both of my parents were cruise ship entertainers, um, and I was That's I was awesome. born um, sort of floating around the international dateline during a a week-long hurricane uh, between Mm -hmm. December 1984 and January uh, 1985. So I I actually have no idea when or where I was born. Mm. And you want help Yeah, uh, Yeah, I was hoping that you could sort of um, take details from my personality and maybe pinpoint um, what my star chart placement is. We can try. Um, So you said it's between December and January. Do you think that includes early December or like what part of December? Uh, Probably the end of the hurricane. uh, It started around Christmas and uh, lasted about a week. And we just sort of circled back and forth across the international dateline. So you're a Capricorn. Um, 
that's because it it goes from Sagittarius to Capricorn on like the 22nd typically. Um, and so you definitely are a Capricorn sun. As for the rest of your placements, that's going to be harder to tell because of course we don't know the exact. Um, I could actually, by the way, look up like December, what was it? 1984. Uh-huh. You're kind of old vibes. Mm. Um, <laughs> you're a little old. So, um, I- they are guests. No need to be rude. I mean, oh, sounds like John's it's had okay. A uh, I'm life, only you know? crying. Sounds like he's sort of living the I'm dream right now. I'm only crying a little bit. I mean, <laughs> Just a single tear. <laughs> um, that nervous laughter is sort of excellent. So, <clears throat> I could actually look up like the planet transits in uh, 1984. Um, and we could take some guesses. Um, and uh, my parents did mention uh, that at one point uh, during the hurricane that the cruise ship sort of uh, spun around and started accelerating and gaining momentum and sort of launched into the air. And then when it landed back down mm-hmm. in the ocean, um, there were sort of these old timey galleon ships surrounding it. Um, and that's actually so when actually my mother gave birth to me. Then. So you're even older than presumably. In theory, you tra- you time traveled is what you're explaining. Well, you, you know, we um, the government has said I cannot talk about that. So your your words. I'm just glad to hear that your family survived the storm. I I, I had assumed that you were an orphan, and so uh, they survived. Oh no, I was the only survivor. My oh, mom so they sort s- of popped me yeah, out. Um, you really spoke too soon. The I ship did speak just went soon. down. Uh, my mom popped me yeah. out, and I landed on a life preserver as the rest of the ship went down. That, she has great I, aim. That's yeah, that's impressive, John. I I had assumed that um, you had mentioned that your parents told you these things, um, so I guess I had assumed that your birth parents had told you, but maybe your adopted parents told you, or perhaps maybe when your mother was uh, launching you into the life raft from the uh, from herself, um, she also toss the diary in or something that included this information oh yeah um she uh there was a locket around my neck uh that my mother very very quickly while she was in labor sort of just wrote down the entire account um on a piece of parchment and uh stowed that inside the locket what did it say in the locket uh, just the the sort of general account of you know the hurricane and circling back Mm. and forth across the international dateline and her plans to um, sort of that launch way, me. At that a way you preserver. could, if you were ever on a podcast in the future, talking about getting better at astrology, you could sort of have something to, to reference. To be honest, actually, John, I feel like we have sort of good podcast chemistry. Would you like to sort of start a podcast with me? Oh, sure. Um, if I am allowed to, I would absolutely love that. I'm, I'm pulling a prank on Cameron. The prank master, how does it feel? Uh, I was looking at my notes and didn't really pay attention. John, I was wondering if um, uh, maybe you could tell us a bit about your personality so that maybe Oboe could work backwards from that. Um, I guess we're getting some of it already. Sounds like maybe you have a fear of the sea. I don't know if that aligns with any specific Oh, no, reason. actually, I love the ocean. Um, I, it sort of calls to me. Okay. Um so a bit about me. Um, Maybe a water I absolutely sign. love 
drama. I love to uh, sort of create chaos. Um, one of my favorite things to do is to um, go to a golden corral and sort of just subtly uh, place a dead rat on the buffet mm. and then drop my plate and act surprised and say, there's a dead rat on this golden corral buffet. Sort of a reverse ratatouille situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that, you know, that's, that's my biggest pastime. I do that two, three times a week. Is that, is the golden corral local to you or? Oh no, I travel all across the country. So you do it at every golden corrals. So, there's got to be news stories about you somewhere. I don't even think they let you travel that much if you're in witness protection program. Oh, well, that's why uh, it can't be covered on the news. Interesting. Interesting. Sort so that's sort of, yeah, perfect crime is what. <laughs> they, they, he can't keep getting but, away with this, but he can. Um, so, but at the, at the same time, I, I hate being the center of attention. I'm so shy. <laughs> I cannot relate to that. Uh, less, to be honest, I sort of love attention. But here's what I'm going to say is I already am thinking you probably have a Pisces moon. Because first of all, you're saying that water calls to you, right? So that indicates that you're probably going to have a water moon because needless to say, water, water. Um, And the fact that the circumstances of your birth were so, I want to (sighs) say, not, you know, supernatural is what I'll say. The The circumstances of your birth were sort of supernatural and Pisces tends to be that supernatural sign as it's, mm. it's, it's the last of the Zodiac sign. It's ruled by the furthest planet in our solar system. Um, and it's just like, it makes a lot of sense for you, I'm thinking. Are you into like music at all? Um, uh, a, a bit. Um, oh, oh, I hate poetry, um, but I do. Um, every night I sleep in my um, isolation tank, uh, and I love to play the greatest hits of Liza Minnelli. Okay. As I sort of float there in my uh, saltwater tank. You, you're in the saltwater tank, sort of shape of water guy. Uh, uh, sort of, uh, more like um, uh, uh, Daredevil. I'm not familiar with the reference. Sort of like uh, uh, getting rid of all the other senses to like hone in. Uh-huh. Right? It's a like a an egg shaped pod okay. that is filled with body temperature salt water so one, that is so dense I sort of float on the top of one it. One could say is that you're kind of being born every day. Mm, so wow. your your chart, your birth chart could be whatever the chart is of the day. Today you're and, a Taurus, you know. Is that is that mm. something that maybe we all could attribute? Like it, I don't know. Say if no. I'm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, although it's great to get clear answers there there are like uh uh like charts for events and stuff too okay and also like in theory if if like trans people have could have a different chart for the day they come out you know there's a lot of room for possibilities maybe if you're Mm, uh, getting baptized uh, yeah, I, I did sort of have a, a major event. Um, I uh, I was a, a proud born again Christian at one point in my life, uh, but uh, that sort of a Christian rebirthing baptism ceremony yeah. did happen um, in the International Space Station, sort of floating around in yeah. the, the stratosphere. Um, so there's, you know, no exact earthly location yeah. or, again, time that could be pinpointed. So that doesn't really matter because um, I don't believe in Christianity. 
Oh, no, I don't either at this point anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So those Christianity and astrology kind of like fight a little bit. So we wouldn't really care. Fair enough. And uh, for what it's worth, I don't believe in the International Space Station. So I think that... Really? Um, now speak on that. I just don't have any... Re- I've never seen it. So... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, faith is belief in things unseen. So... So, John, when you were born, um, was it sort of light out or dark out? Um, well, you know, that's the day that I was born, so I'm not really... Those details are sort of fuzzy. But you were born in an ocean. I feel like I, this is some trauma to go over with your therapist, and maybe you can figure out with her if you were born sort of in, in the dark or the light, and then get back to me, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk mm-hmm. about your oh. rising sign. Wow, wow. I, I think that maybe you just... Uh, unlocked something inside of me um because as i mentioned both of my parents were uh cruise ship entertainers Mm -hmm. um and i've been told that my mother did a liza minnelli themed cabaret performance every night on the ship uh so maybe that's why um i like to go to sleep in a, a dark isolation pod floating in salt water and listening to liza minnelli so you were sort of in her stomach while she was doing the liza minnelli impression uh huh. Uh huh. That's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Right up until the second that I was born, right as the ship was going down, um, it was sort of um, uh, the string quartet Titanic yeah. vibes. My mother danced to keep people calm. Yeah, and and that's really brave of her. Inactive labor. In, in active labor, she sounds like an awesome woman, to be honest. R.I.P. to a legend. Mm. Well, mm. Uh, we, we've spent a lot of time helping. Um, John get better. Um, but the show is really about me. Um, so oh. I'm going to get back to some of the questions. Um, uh, Oboe, and maybe John, you can uh, give some insight into this as well. Uh, one of the ways that I know that uh, my chart can be used is to help me know who I'm compatible with. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, Who am I compatible with? Okay, so <clears throat> this is a tricky question. And a lot of astrologers dis- disagree on like what makes someone compatible. Um, there are a few like specifics that indicate like immediate compatibility. Um, For example, so looking at your chart again, Cameron, uh, if somebody has their Venus conjunct your sun, so like they had Venus and Libra as well. And if it was conjunct your sun, that would be like a soulmate level match. Um, In theory, you, in theory, listen, astrology can get a little like binary, you know, so they're like, oh, women should have a Venus sign that's the guy's uh, Mars sign. But like, I don't really believe in that. So in theory, you want someone with like either opposite as your Venus and Mars or the same as your Venus and Mars, because um, those are the love relationship and sex planets. That's good to know. And 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 John, you seem sort of like a, a worldly and possibly otherworldly person. Um, yeah. Any insight about who I might be compatible with? Um, I'm I'm not sure uh, why I really feel this, but I get this strong, uh, intuitive urge inside of me to say that, um, Cameron, I think you'd be really compatible with people who are prone to getting styes on their eyes. That's interesting. And, I mean, I'll say this, John. It's it's wild you say that. History proves that point. Um, so, wow. Wow. Yeah. 
you have stronger intu- intuition than I do, John. It does that is that is that is that zodiac? Well, that is a Pisces moon trait. Mm, wow. Uh, well, uh, great. We we are sort of coming up on time. Uh, I do have one final question. Um, maybe I'll start with you, John, for this one. How will I know that I'm better at astrology? Um, I think that uh, when you can, when someone does something that sort of gets on your nerves, uh, when you can say, oh, that's such a Pisces thing to do. I think that's when you know. Yeah. And And I think that was such a Pisces answer to say. So, wow. Uh, it sounds wow. like I'm getting better, uh, at least by your definition. Um, Obo, what, what are your thoughts? So when you start noticing, um, like, traits of certain signs in your friends, or even, like, in the t- characters in the TV shows or movies that you're watching, that's when you're good at astrology. Because you're like, hmm, this is sort of, this is sort of giving uh, Aries Mercury, you know? Got it. Uh, well, I, I I hope to employ all of these things, uh, everything that I've learned here. Um, and uh, I, I want to thank you, John, for being on. I, I know it um, puts you at great risk to uh, sort of show up on a, a podcast that will be sort of um, broadcast and, and released publicly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the, the government, they are actually here uh, to uh, reassign me uh, to a new location with a new name and a, a new identity. Um, it's been great to know That's you Hux. both. That's how really thought we had something. No worries, uh, though. Well, so long, John, or whoever you will be um, or were. Um, well, Obo, it's been uh, so great talking about and getting better at astrology with yeah. you. We do have a couple of things that we like to do at the end of the episode. Okay. Um, you know, we're always trying to improve on everyone's better than me. We're also trying to improve the show. What could have gone better about this episode? Um, I I personally feel it was sort of perfect. No notes. Do you, did you not feel that way? I didn't write any notes, and I but oh, I never mind. I wrote one. Oh. Perfect. Oh, so wow. um, I agree. Wow. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, now that we've agreed on that, the only other thing to do is improve our tagline. We have a tagline that we. Ha- end every episode with and uh we ask our guests to improve that by adding to it subtracting from it changing it in whatever way they wish to whatever extent they wish currently it is and i'm gonna take a second to get this right Mm -hmm. paul will call to you later tonight darling and i'm having a cigarette right now which is paul will call you later tonight darling and i'm having a cigarette right now with a mixture of a texas and scottish accent um, how yeah. would you improve that tagline? That's really tricky. Um, I'm going to say take out cigarette because uh, it's really bad for you. Okay. Yeah. But leave everything the same? Um, I, it's really hard to change that accent because I think it sounds so good already. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you say it for me one more time? I can try my best. Uh, and I'll take out cigarette this time. Okay. Paul will call you later tonight, darling. And I'm having a s- right now. Okay. So we got to We got to like ch- change out cigarette for something, obviously. Oh, so okay. I'm having a blank right now. Let's think about it. Um, let's do something sort of self care vibes, right? Cause okay. we want this. We want this guy to be having some self care. Um, he's got clearly a crazy pass with his accent. Um, let's do a bath, you know? 
Paul will call you later tonight, darling, and I'm having a bath right now. Yes. Perfect. Uh, and we'll end the episode with that. <laughs> um, uh, well, Obo, it's been so great talking to you. Uh, and and I, I've enjoyed listening to you talk about astrology. Um, I'm sure that the audience has also enjoyed listening to you. Where can they hear more or see more of you? What a great question. Um, I also have a podcast. It's called TLC. Uh, we chronicled MILF Manor. We're going to be doing another show uh, this summer to be announced. Um, I'm on basically every social media app as at that omg kid and um also like venmo is that omg kid no worries though and yeah i have a show this thursday at mood ring called constellation prize so if the astrology bug has bit you come through and that is uh thursday may 25th uh, 2023 if you're listening to this in the distant past um, mm. And that's uh, at Moodring in Bushwick, New York Indeed. City. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, and we'll be sure to share those things on our social media as well so that you can see them, audience. Um, well, thank you so much, Obo, for being on the show. And thank you, dear listener, for listening to Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching for Everyone's Better Than Me podcasts on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Josiah Knight for helping with the prank in today's episode. Get in contact with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, Paul will call you later tonight, darling, and I'm having a bath right now. Thanks for listening. <laughs>